Hello, welcome to Boss Women, a podcast about women, comedy and business. My name's Katie and this is my mum, Karen. Is Viv Clico, Viv Clico, Viv Clico, champagne, rosy champagne, pink, pink champagne, only the best. We are celebrating. Well, I am celebrating. We are celebrating. It's a very, very important day, uh, and we're celebrating in style. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, you've got more than me. Clink. (laughs) Cheers. No, that wasn't a very good clink. You think they're good glasses? That's good. Uh, right, I'll They're say quickly here. Uh, congratulations to you, Thank Mama. You. Thank Lovely you. Lovely mother. Thank you. uh, you're a warrior woman. You can explain the rest. I am not. Mm. So I finished my mammoth chemo sessions today. Today. <laughs> About um, a couple hours ago. The day after the festival finished. Last year, I discovered I had breast cancer, which came as an absolute, not shock, but I was taken aback by it because I thought I was healthy. Yeah. Well, I was going to say healthy, wealthy and wise, not mm-hmm. the wealthy. But not the, the wealthy, but <laughs> sometimes the wise. So, um, been going through treatment since then, and it's all good and positive, and I am... Um, I think you can... Victoria Derbyshire and she did very well. <laughs> so I'm assuming I will... Oh, look, a spot of champagne on my... You'd think I was like... house proud. I'm not at all. <laughs> um, I think you're rushing your wee story there. Yeah, well, there's not much to tell other than... On the last Thursday of the Fringe, you were asked back in uh, for another mammogram, weren't you? And what? Tell, tell the story about how you actually find out. Because that's ridiculous. Um... Yeah, well, they couldn't actually do it then because it was going to take a few hours and I had another hospital appointment <laughs> for an injection that I have, which is... We all have our... When you get older, that's the thing. You've just got to go with it and try and keep healthy. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm just noticing that you... Just um, noticing that she's still got her hospital wristband on, so I'm just going to go and chop that off <laughs> Thank you. Uh, to celebrate yes. your last chemo as well. There we are. We won't keep it like I did keep your armband and Christian's armband when you were born. <laughs> Got them for sentimental reasons. Anyway, anyway, so... Um, we're, na- we're knackered after the fringe, right? And so I made the appointment for the Tuesday after the we ended. It was the day after. So the Monday is when we closed, yeah? Yeah. So on the Tuesday I went in and they gave me lots and lots of mammograms, which is very painful. Mm. Um, and then they said, we'll give you a scan because they saw something. They couldn't identify it. And the scan showed, well, all I saw was a dark shadow. And the radiologist said, oh, it looks like you've got a wee bit of cancer there, dear. <laughs> Classic <laughs> Scottish wee, wee, wee woman. And I went, what? <laughs> and um, my daughter-in-law came with me after because they, they did a, a daughter-in-law. I my daughter-in-law. I know Susan, why. Where was I? Why didn't I go with you? Oh, that I remember why. Because you were worried I would get too upset. 
that right. I would have done. Yeah. Yes, and uh, Susan is a nurse, my daughter-in-law, so she came with me to get the results of the biopsy which I had after the scan, and of course they confirmed it, etc. So I just thought it was a walk in the park, go and get the lumpectomy. Um, happened to get in touch with one of my very good friends, Lynn Ferguson, in in LA, LA and. Um, I'm saying, oh, I'm going to have a lumpectomy, and she went, oh, well, that's nothing, I'm getting the whole one lapped off. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she uh, got one up on me there, and mm. she had, uh, what's it called again? Not a lump, not a vasectomy, a uh, mastectomy. <laughs> she had a boob so, off. And then she had it rebuilt and everything, so she's gone through her little wars, and so just, have I. Just but, little wars there. Well... She's been through the wars. Obviously, it's fine if they can give you a prognosis of getting rid of it. Which, yeah. And they said they, they thought they had found it early enough with me. So it was just a lumpectomy, but then they took out some lymph nodes and it spread to the lymph nodes. So then I went back again and they said, I'm sorry, you're going to have to get all your lymph nodes out. Uh, which for and than a little bit more of tissue the, out. Yeah. So that, I just thought, oh, you just go and you get it and that's And I it. was in Berlin at the time, wasn't I, when you, just, again, I didn't go with her to her second appointment because <laughs> I was too scared, but I was actually in Berlin and I was in a cafe and when you told me, because it was all so positive, the whole thing, it was all like, this, you've got this, we're going to do this and that'll be it. And the doctors were always like that, so we were all, both of us were just like, okay, it's almost over, almost over, we just need to get up through this and then it'll be done. So then when you had to go back into hospital for three days, I was just, I got really upset about that, which was horrible. Uh, and then, but even then, it was, you're going to be in hospital for three days, and then you're... I was in for five, though, I think. Yeah, yeah, and then you'll have radio, and that'll be that. That's right, and um, then they said, well, it spread to... The lymph nodes. The lymph nodes. It had gone to at least four, three or four more. And that's when... You can ha make the decision whether you have chemotherapy or not, and I wouldn't have had it had it not been for it spreading further to the lymph nodes, mm -hmm. um, and all the family telling me, "Well, you better have it. You know, you have to take everything." So, yeah, we took. Well, you told me about it in the office, didn't you? And I've obviously got upset again. But I, Christian, my brother, and Susan, uh, sister-in-law, the nurse, she. They were just, you know, adamant, you have to have it, you have to have it. And we were kind of talking about it because it's so, it doesn't make much of a, like the the margins of, of it, you never well, getting it, it again aren't at that. It's 85% now. Rather than to 79 75 or something. Or something. Yeah. yeah. But, um, so I was kind of like, oh, I don't want you to go, to go through that. And that's why I got upset. But, you know, Christian and Susan were right. You have, you had to do it. And I've now done it. However, the the worst part was the beginning, because you got very heavy drugs, and it was around Christmas time. And of course, this they told us that demon we, they drink. told us that she was allowed to drink. So <laughs> we kind of went for it over Christmas, didn't we? Well, and I'm, my thirtieth as well. Yeah, and I got ill from other people because your white cell, white blood cells are. But it, you know, I haven't been advertising it because so many people are interested in cancer. It's really well, it's that you culture know, now. Everybody wants to talk about it, and it's that culture now of, of 
posting about your life on Facebook that yes, you were just which like... I'm not going to do. And I've resisted talking to people about it. I mean, except for my family and friends, I'm absolutely happy to. And everybody's been wonderful. And over Christmas and New Year, I got a really bad chest infection and was in hospital between Christmas and New Year mm. on a, a drip of antibiotics. Um, and that was challenging, but it was absolutely fine. And, you know, the NHS are wonderful and the the chemotherapy unit, Ward 1 at the Western General, the, the nurses there are fantastic. Yeah, they are. And, you know, I, you can actually see I'm a pincushion. And I've just got war wounds. <laughs> because my, they can't, couldn't get a cannula in for the last three weeks because um, well, my, your veins, my have, veins had crept back. They were attracted, yeah. Yeah. But uh, listen, it's nothing to moan about. It's, you know, fine. And the only thing I have to do now is in a few weeks' time, I'll be having radiotherapy for three weeks. And yep, then and I'll be taking a pill for 10 years. And so it's, I mean, we're celebrating because... The worst, well, hopefully the worst is over. Yes. And, um, and you got through it. I mean, I was trying to think about what I would say to you at this moment in time because you've gone through you know I, we don't want to over egg the pudding and say that it's been you know this insane thing but I think some more champagne yeah exactly but I think it is incredible what you've been through and the, the way that you've dealt with it is unreal and I have no other word to describe how proud I am of you oh than thank you you are a warrior well <laughs> the first I? the the I've got a lovely oncologist called Dr. Caroline Miki, mm-hmm. and I want to thank her very much. She was, she is, because I'm still seeing her. She's lovely. You're going to tell her about the podcast, and hopefully, <laughs> and she told me at the beginning that I would lose my hair, which was the worst part of it. I mean, yeah. that's the thing that you have to do is read up on what everybody else has done and all that kind of thing. Yeah, and it's crazy because the whole time. They're, everyone was like, you will lose your hair, you will lose your hair. And I think they're obviously doing that to uh, prepare you, because it happens to most people. But look at you, full head of hair on that. Yeah, Noggin. well, it's a wee bit thin. What happened the first week, she said, you will lose your hair in the first week. And she looked at me in the way that, oh, you're going to cry now. And I, I got a tear in my eye, but I didn't cry. Um, and I didn't lose all my hair. I lost half my hair. Mm-hmm. I'm like... A shaggy old woman, <laughs> a shaggy dog. So we went thin on the crown. My hair is very thin, but it's there. It's still there. And um, people have said to me, you would never know, you know, mm-hmm. friends and everything. But I know that's the thing. I know that it, it now looks like just a bunch of cotton wool. <laughs> and um, Katie and all the staff were having photographs taken yesterday and I decided not to have one taken just because... I don't feel yeah, but I don't think you should. Best no, and I think that you should own that, and if you don't want to, you don't want to. Yeah, and you know, by the festival, I will have a full head of hair back, which will be great. Yeah, and um, I don't want us to linger on this subject because no, I have. Well, what I was going to say was the first three weeks of the the chemo was dreadful because it was very strong, etc. And then I went on to weekly. And the weekly has meant I can go for, into the office every day. Yeah, but for 12 weeks, a long old stint that you've been, so you started... More than 12 weeks. That's no, no, 12 weeks oh, of yes, one, right. once a week. Yeah, yeah. Like, you started at the beginning of December, and yeah. we're at the 
beginning of May, you know. So yeah. it's been a long old yeah. time. But, but but yeah, you've dealt you you know, you've you've tried to carry on as normal. And I've I've been able to go into into work. You know, I've been tired now and again, but really it's fantastic. You know, I've just got on with it and Do you think that's do you think it's helped have another focus, you know, because programming was so intense between February and and March, April. Do I want to have a focus of cancer? <laughs> no, but has it been good to focus on programming? Oh, rather absolutely. Than think, rather than thinking about, you know, because yeah. everyone's like, why is she in the office? She needs to rest, she needs to relax. No, the, the, I, think, have... I think the worst thing about cancer is it's a very lonely job. Mm -hmm. Job? It's not a job. <laughs> uh, it's a very lonely experience because it's only, it's you it's happening to. And, mm -hmm. and I don't... But that's the same whether you've got a partner or not. I, whether surely it's oh no 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 that's, absolutely that's it's not the whole just because thing. you've not got a partner it's because no the no whole no thing no is. it's it is a lonely thing because it's happening to you and it's only happening to you and nobody yes. else can no matter how, how many people know people that have been involved in it is just your own experience and I think after all the nonsense over Christmas and New Year me getting ill and everything because well I I mean I was blaming myself because I I drank too much or I let mm -hmm. I let I was close to people that had germs and all the rest of it, and you know so. And but after that, I managed it quite well, mm -hmm. and um, so there's nothing more to say except let's get the radiology out of the way and get the hair back. Yeah, there we are. We'll get the hair and back. Let's talk business. Cheers <laughs> to you, mummy. Thank you. Like there'll be days like this. There'll be days like this, Mama said.